He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello and welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. That makes me Evan Wexel. Uh, we are a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode, and we will be no different today, and I'm very thrilled with who my guest is. Um, first, remember, things you can do. Please go on iTunes, rate this podcast five stars, write a two-sentence review about how great I am, and subscribe away. That's the biggest way you can help this podcast. We are on iTunes as well as Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, old episodes at awkwardwithevan.com. And if you want to see what we're doing on Facebook and Twitter, at awkwardwithevan. So before we get to our guests, um, I tried to push the boundaries of what can be awkward and what can make for a podcast guest. Um, I go for any Facebook friend I can get my hands on. Um, here's what happened one, uh, <laughs> like a week ago. I got added by someone randomly, which happens, and I figured, you know what? He's got a couple of mutual friends in that I have in the wrestling biz Let's confirm it. I did. Right away, I messaged him, we're friends, you want to come on my podcast? Uh, and he asked some questions because he wanted to promote his own show. Then I was kicked off Facebook for six days, and I think it was because I was over-pimping myself, um, which I do a lot. Um, came back on Facebook, tried to get back in touch with that guy again, and he's like, aren't you the one that blocked me? And I said, no, I was just kicked off temporarily. Then he started cursing at me over and over again over Facebook. It was like arguing with my 14-year-old self. Just random profanities left and right and not listening to reason and just biting my head off. So blocked him again. Then a friend of his, some lady messages me saying, um, my friend was trying to get in touch with you. Uh, and I wrote back, well, I don't think he was because he was cursing me out. And then she said, I think he wants to apologize. And I said, I'm good. Bye, Felicia. So you just try. Sometimes you try to get someone really random and it, and it doesn't work out. And then sometimes you can get someone random and, and it works out great. Now back to this episode. This is a huge episode, one of the hugest I've probably ever done because I have a self-proclaimed W-level celebrity uh, here on the show, he says he's W level. I think it stands for winner. Uh, I got my man, announcer Chuck Lott. Now, if you don't know who Chuck Lott is, Chuck Lott is the is a voice you can hear many different places around New York City. He announces at Madison Square Garden. He announces at St. John's Games. He announces for the Mets sometimes. Uh, you can just hear him at film festivals. He is an MC extraordinaire, and uh, he is like. If the Old Spice guy was an MC, it would be Chuck Lott. So this is a, a fun one because I don't know how we initially got in contact. I think it was – oh, through someone we both knew on Long Island. But he is a huge wrestling fan as well. So what we're going to do for the first half of the episode, I wanted to talk about him. want to know like what he announces, what his nickname is, um, where we can find him and just want to hear about his career and where he's moved from and where he's traveled to. 
that'll be half one. Then half two, um, we break down WWE's Royal Rumble, which is the hugest event. It's the 30th annual Royal Rumble this year. Um, if you don't know what the Royal Rumble is, it's like a battle royal, but it's kind of like on on delay. It's like you start with two people in the ring and then every 90 seconds or two minutes, a new person will enter the ring. And it's always exciting because the anticipation of who's the next person going to be that's going to enter the ring is is great. And we love getting those like entrance pops of like, oh my God, it's that guy or that guy's coming back or, oh no, it's that guy. We wanted that guy. So the Royal Rumble kicks off the road, the road to WrestleMania, which is the Super Bowl of sports entertainment. So I got Chuck Lott to come on and do his thing and give his point of views. We pretty much disagreed on everything, which is very refreshing, uh, but we did in a very friendly way. So I don't want to say anything else. All I want to say is check out my talk right now with my Facebook friend and la voz, Chuck Lott. Guys, we're here on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexell, and I have someone who has a legitimately better voice than me on the podcast this episode. He is the voice of everything New York. He is the announcer at Madison Square Garden, film festival, experienced MC person, Mets, St. John's, and goddammit, he's a wrestling fan. And we're going to talk about that because we got the Royal Rumble on Sunday. My yes. man... Well, now he's my man. Uh, I was fighting for his manship earlier, but now I have it. Uh, Chuck Lott, the great. What's going on, man? Yes. What's the, going on? It's going good. It's going good. You're <laughs> there on the East Coast. I'm here on the West Coast. You're you're looking very uh, spick and span. I'm very un, unkempt and disheveled like anyone in California. Well, it, it is 11 o'clock in California. <laughs> I, I can't really knock you for that because um, at 11 o'clock, I was finishing a conference call, but I would have liked to have been in bed. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Conference calls. I wish I had those. But I don't even – I mean I'm my own <laughs> conference. Um, cool. Yeah. So before we get into the rumble, man, I don't know how we initially met over Facebook. I'm thinking I maybe saw you across the like wrestling fan grapevines and maybe I added you. Is that – It was It was either wrestling or it was uh, – I feel like it was Donna, Donna Drake. Oh, um, Yeah. Cause we, you know, I, I've been running around in that circle and, you know, trying to do the TV thing out here. And, you know, I, we, I'm pretty sure that was it. It, whatever it was, you know, you're, you're a funny dude. I make my way out to the West coast every once in a while. So I'm still trying to connect there, but. Right. You had the one gig where you were in like Anaheim or something and you're like driver was taking you every which way. So yeah, yeah. I'll actually be back out there again. And, uh. April, April, I'll be out there, so I'll let you know. I'll give you an early advance this time. To the John Wayne Airport, are you going again, or you think you're gonna? It's probably gonna be LAX and on down. All right. I mean, I'm four miles from Burbank, so that's like that's my jam. But only so many people, so many places you can go from Burbank. Um, I'll see if we can. Yeah, but you know, Um, good. So you do your when? When did you realize my voice should be heard by the masses? Uh, like oh, when did you start like announcing stuff? Um, well, I mean, technically <laughs> I've been announcing stuff since, um, like middle school or high school. You know, I grew up in the church and I was in front of the church all the time, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I did all the, all the announcements, all the plays, everything. Um, but I was, let's see, I, 
I was an actor in college and, right. um, you know, I was on the, I lived on the stage. They wanted me to move out out there actually when I graduated. And for whatever reason I didn't, but I got into everything else where I was. And, um, I was a cheerleader for about 13 years, believe it or not. So you were at the bottom of the pyramid. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but we, you know, for the competitions and stuff we do one, one day, we needed a host for one of the competitions. I did it. Yeah. It went very well. And um, that was that was the birth of what you see, well, what you hear today. The legend of Lot. Do you have, like, nicknames for yourself? Like, Chuck, oh. <laughs> like do you play Sublime and be like, Chuck Lot, that's what I got, or anything like that? I, I don't have anything like that yet. My, my new tagline is the voice for your vision. Um, oh, okay. But my, my, my nickname is La Voz. Oh, um, that's cool. Spanish for the voice. Nice. And I got that nickname, I think my second or third year announcing competitions. You know, it's just some, uh, this one guy, he always heard me at events and he was like, oh man, you know, La Voz. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and, it, and it's stuck. You know, it, it, it's something, I, it's one of my hashtags, you know, it's my email address and everything. Okay. So it, you know, it, it's stuck. And I, I hold that. <laughs> cool. So then are you right now, like, is, is St. John's one of your things? Do you like St. John's basketball at the garden or like at yeah. where the campus is yeah. or? Well, all, all the above. Whoa. All the above. So I have right now uh, we're in the thick of basketball season. I have St. John's men's and women's basketball. I own a men's and women's basketball. Uh, they're in the Bronx or just north of the Bronx. And then I also do um, the Westchester Knicks. Um, that's okay. the oh, that's cool. New York Knicks D-League right, team. Right, right. And, um, you know, I, I still do some area events or some some national events and stuff like that where I'm flying out and doing events, too. So it's it's pretty crazy right now. So with St. John's, I'll have to ask, do your paths cross with either Chris Mullen or John Minko? Do you know, do you know either of those guys? Like, obviously, Mullen's uh, the coach. Minko's yeah, I, like, I talk to I talk to coach a lot. OK. Yeah. I was a camp um, counselor to his kid when he was like five. Really? It was hard, yeah. <laughs> He was, he was, he, I could tell he was a tough kid, but I, I was horrible. I was a horrible counselor because one of my biggest <laughs> life's regrets, I was actually a great counselor, but one of my biggest life's regrets is that when, just to sound cool, I discouraged them from keeping their kid at the camp when he gets older, even though Chris Mullen was friends with the owner of the camp. Uh-huh. That was me being a horrible <laughs> human being. And I don't, I, I randomly want to email Chris Mullen and just say that to him, even though it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> Like I uh, hope Sean is good, but I'm sure I could drop that to him. Yeah, well, I'll see if I'm ever on <laughs> St. John's land. I'll let you know, and I'll uh, yeah, I'll get you tickets. Oh, okay, I'm down. Yeah. All right. Uh, so then, being in New York, I have to ask: Do you have any connection with? Uh, do you, do you listen to FAN or ESPN New York? Are you uh, every once in a while? I'm uh, I'm I'm actually gonna start exploring that because you know. I know we're we're speaking to the podcast world, but if you actually saw me, actually, hey man, go to chucklot.com and check me out. Do it. Um, yes. I'm a I'm a very uh, I'm I'm a large individual, yeah. so when people see me, they instantly think sports. And um, I wasn't necessarily trying to break into sports broadcasting, but now, you know, now I'm I'm definitely going to dive in head first because a lot of opportunity for me is there, sure. given what I do and where I do it. So yeah, I listen to all the networks. I you know Fox. I talk to the guys at Fox. I talk to the guys at uh, SNY out here. Um, you know the MSG networks and stuff like that. So 
what is it? Is Loudmouths the show on SNY? Is that like one of those shows on? They're just like big fat think, white guys yelling at each other. Is it like? I think that's. I think that is SNY. I'm. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'd have to practice your yelling, I think, if you got on SNY, because one of those, it's, it's basically like a loud around the horn. From what I've seen, it's just, it's a loud around the horn, but you've got to be like more aggressive in yelling. So that's. Oh, that'll but, be fun. Uh, it'll oh. be fun. Because, um, yeah, my thing is like, I, I stay connected to FAN a lot. I mean, I, I'm yeah. big on the, in Mike Francesa land. Because <laughs> okay. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's leaving in December. And yeah. uh, I try to like be like the utility MC at Francesa Con, so I'm gonna okay. go back there at Irving Plaza. I'm, I'm like started writing my this year. I want to write a Mike Francesa song to play <laughs> it at Irving Plaza and nice. incorporate some of his like irrational sayings that he makes. Uh, <laughs> there's a good there's a good Twitter I recommend. It's like I think it's at Funhouse or RN underscore Funhouse. They like take audio excerpts of like every funny thing he says like for example he, there's like a clip yesterday about how he like mary tyler moore was a big fan of mike and the mad dog <laughs> he just <laughs> if you name a celeb it'd be like, yeah I'm, i know him he's like yeah there's a lot of trump in him it's very funny that way he, that's why him and trump are like same wavelength uh yeah and and also like you're doing like met you were doing like mr met stuff uh yeah i do i announced at city field as well Damn. um i'm, I'm- number two at the park right now um i mean if if you're familiar with the industry at all it's just you know it's it's a it's a waiting game um just like everything else but i do the special events at city field so uh we rent out the park when the team is gone and we do all kinds of events at the park and they usually call me to host um host the events at the park when uh when number one is out okay so it's like um do they have like it's like kids sleepovers at the park you guys do that sometimes i think um they do kids sleepovers, but that's nothing they need me for. Yeah. Uh, we do um, company outings. Uh, I know last year we hosted uh, one of Delta's uh, field days, or oh, Delta. Nice. Uh, so I don't know. We had like ten thousand Delta employees there. Oh, wow. um, we had all kinds of stuff running around the park, and so you know they they had me in there for that. We do softball games. Oh, cool. um, you know when the when the old players come back, and you know they do yeah. their signings and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Okay. It's just, and then, yeah. um, and then, has wrestling always been a part of your fandom? Is it like since the eighties? <laughs> are we talking here? Or? I will. I. I. So, I. Lavos would not be here if it weren't for WWE. <laughs> I will say that. Who, who is your Lavos? Who is WWE's Lavos to you? Right now, or now and past, like with the first or the greatest Lavos of all time. Well, I mean, in the past, you know, it's The Rock. Okay, um, you know. He is he is the most electrifying man in entertainment, <laughs> and uh, you know he is largely responsible for a lot of my product. I will say. Yeah. Um, Do you have a lot? But, is the lots eyebrow? Is there such a thing as the lots eyebrow? Oh, oh I have. shoot! I have. Dude, oh yeah. Oh, you better take a photo. <laughs> that's gonna be like in the promo photo. So that's, I I'm, I'm sure that. it's in one of my headshots. Okay. Somewhere. <laughs> okay. I'll find. I'm gonna find it. Um. But right now, man, you know that's tough. I mean, you got because you, you got comedic guys on the mic like Enzo. Enzo is the man on the mic. I right. love listening to Enzo. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods and the rest of New Day. Um, but Xavier is definitely the talker of New Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Miz, I have to give Mike The Miz so much credit <laughs> because he he's the one wrestler you can chronicle his career on WWE TV. You, yeah. you remember him as the host of SmackDown, the skinny little 
white kid in the crowd like, hey, guys, it's The Miz. Yeah, <laughs> SmackDown. And now he is awesome. And it is, it's it's really fun to watch. So, you know, I got to give The Miz his, his props on the mic. Did you, um, did you see his, like, when he was with Ziggler and they had, like, the video packages opposite each other? Oh, and, yeah. like, The Miz's was, like, legit. And then Ziggler's, like, <laughs> Spirit Squad over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and you know, and I, and it was funny for me because I was a former male cheerleader. So yeah. you know, I'm sitting here watching. So I'm like, man, that's so wrong. That's not what we do. That no, stop playing the video. But you know, it was still pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> would you ever? Um, dip, yeah, would you ever dip your toe in the WWE pool of uh, of voices? Is that in your universe? I I do have I have a. a aspirations to take my car up to Stanford and yep. uh, talk to somebody in the studio. Okay. Because I, I think that they could use me. I really do. I do. I um, do too, actually. You know, and it's, it's definitely something that I'd like to do. My, my only, um, my only real hang up is uh, the travel schedule. If, right. if they were to put me on one of the rosters, if I was doing studio content, that would be perfect. Um, right. But I feel like that's not going to happen. Uh, okay. given, given my entertainment level, um, I, I would be traveling and I, you know, I don't yeah. want to be away from my son like that right now. Sure. Um, how old is so your son that, now? That was, how old is your son? Uh, he's 14 months. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a fun time right now, man. He's, he's learning, he's getting bigger. Um, he knows sign language. He's starting to talk Holy more. And, I mean, he's been walking since seven months, so he's very active. Wow. Um, you know, but now, now we get into the fun stuff cause his personality showing and, right. I take him to the games with me and he's not afraid of anything in the world. So, it, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, but I did train to be a wrestler back in Milwaukee when I lived in Milwaukee. So is that where you're originally from? Are you originally from Milwaukee? I'm originally from Michigan, Flint, Michigan. Okay. I've been, uh, to, I've done a couple of gigs at Kettering and once at uh, UM Flint. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kettering, my mom is a cop there. Kettering was in her, uh, was in her area. So they have a saying uh, for Kettering because it's mostly male. They say, come to Kettering. For the ladies, they have the Kettering saying is, come to Kettering where the odds are good that the goods are odd. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of true. You know what? Kettering is doing a lot right now. They're they're, they're opening up the doors. It's it's becoming a lot more diverse in that that respect. Uh, But yeah, it's it's true. (laughs) The the cool thing they do is um, they have like you work for six months and then you go to class for six months. They didn't have like a like a an alternating schedule. Like it's like there's two schools yeah. in one that are always switching. Well, Kettering actually used to be named uh, GMI General Motors Institute. Okay. Um. So that's where all that came from. Okay. You know they those were the engineers for G for GM and uh, you know they they did that that swap. So right. Uh, so yeah. Um. So Flint. Then I um after undergrad I moved over to Milwaukee and I I trained there for for a while. We were in the midst of going down to Tampa. This was back in FCW days. We were going down <laughs> to Tampa to get a, to, to um, audition for a contract. Yeah. And then I had this bright idea to go to grad school, and so so I ended up stopped training. And uh, I wouldn't quite say I regret it, but that's the <laughs> one thing in my life that I would probably do differently. But yeah. My body feels great right now. I don't have any, you know, aches and pains, so I'm okay. <laughs> what? And when you say you're a big guy, what's your frame? What we're we talking here, like six five, two six three, two thirty five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm up there with, I'm, I'm up there with the Rock and Batista and all those guys. Okay. Okay. Not, not. So yeah. So from Michigan to Wisconsin to New York. 
No, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Missouri, Nebraska, New York. Whoa. Okay. Quite the gypsy. I'm st- I'm staying put now. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I was. I've I've pimped myself to like f- I have four more states to hit all fifty. So okay. I need I need I need Hawaii Wait, to visit or to live. No, to perform in. Oh oh yeah oh you get that. I need Hawaii, that. New Mexico, Arkansas, and Mississippi. So that's the quest. So I can help you with three <laughs> of the four. What, what's the I one will- you can't? Hawaii right yeah, now, I, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I know somebody in Hawaii, but it'd just be a, a matter of getting you out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The closest I got to Hawaii was they have these after these graduate parties that are the grad parties for high school kids where they have like all night celebrations. And I try to be the 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. comedian to hopefully <laughs> not get killed. I mean, those have been some of my best gigs and some of my worst gigs at the same time, just because yeah. they, they turn into gremlins after a certain hour. And it's like, oh, yeah. put me, put me in a gym at 3am with a big echo and 400 kids <laughs> that don't want to be there. And, and I'm, I'm their lunch. So, <laughs> so it's rough, but usually if it's a different venue or a different time, I'm okay. Um, uh, I think the one regret I had for not meeting you, you had this one time, I think you went to an improv show in New York. And I think you did. You met like Ziggler and Lana there that night. Yep, we did the show with Ziggler and Lana was in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, so you were in the show at the. Improv- I was in the show. Yeah, oh, okay. I did. A, I did a few spots. Yeah. Oh, cool. How how is how's working with Ziggler as a comedic it, mind? It was cool. You know, um, I I mean, I started an improv in, in college. That's that's how I got started with acting, right. at, at least formally. And um, so, it, you know, it was good to get back on stage and do that with them and with him. Like, it was just crazy. I'm like, you know, he, he came up to me and he, he introduced himself. He's like, hey, I'm Nick. And I was like, no, you're Dolph. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, he was cool. He was very funny, very down to earth guy. Um, you could tell he was a little tired because right. it, this was uh, SummerSlam weekend, oh, yeah. um, you know, and they do all kinds of stuff. He was just coming from another appearance and it was like 1130 at night. Oh my gosh. You know, so you could tell that he was, he was a little gassed, but, um, it it was a fun night. He, he offered a lot of the stories that we kicked off with. And then, you know, we took it from there. He hopped in a few times, but it, it was a good night. Then we all, you know, we all had drinks after with, with him and Lana and, and the rest of the girls and stuff. So it was cool. And how was Lana? She was, she was a nice girl, approachable. She was nice, yeah. Okay, Mary. okay, Mary. okay. Well, I'm, she's, she the one, she's the one that like mesmerizes me the most of everyone right now because I because <laughs> I honestly thought the the accent was real when she first was introduced, <laughs> and my wife's like, "That's an accent." I'm like, no, it's not. That's real. She's Russian, but when yeah. she does the accent, it's like it's like butter. So it's good. It's, it's, it's really good. good. I mean, I'm I watch almost Total Divas just mostly just to see how she sounds. Well, did you see uh, Pitch Perfect? Yeah, but she has no lines she's, in it. Yeah, but she's oh well. Well, yeah. she's like background dance singing with them. Yeah, I had to like watch it again just to find her. But that's cool. I mean, I, yeah. Actually, fun. I actually sat next to uh, Anna Kendrick on a flight one time. <laughs> really? Did you Did you know? Here's the thing. I was in. It was Burbank Airport. Okay. And I'm like looking. This is like an hour before the flight. I look across, and she's kind of like my sister's doppelganger a little. I was like. I'm looking across. I'm like, who is this like unmaked up, unmade up, like plain looking girl that kind of looks like my sister? And then I'm like, I'm sitting next to some girl on the plane in the first because it's like one of those like little planes where there's no first class. So I'm in row two 
And I'm like, this plain girl doesn't. And I'm like, I'm peeking over as she opens her her MacBook, and it says Anna Kendrick with the name. And I'm like, no way. So <laughs> she was in no mood to talk, but of I course. did show her that I had cups on my iTunes. So she did nice. smile at that, but <laughs> but I think that's a great thing to do just as a celebrity is just to not wear any makeup whatsoever and look as plain as because you she looked like a college student that was like just traveling to like see her boyfriend in like the mountains. Yeah. I don't know what she was up to. So I'm I, I would consider myself a um, a W list celebrity at the garden. <laughs> I'm a W list celebrity. So. So when I when I'm traveling down there, if I'm taking the train, um, I don't know if, if you saw a picture from me at the garden. I wear my red blazer for the oh, games. Yeah, yeah. So my red blazer is in a black bag. You can't see what it is. I w- I have a lime green mohawk hat that I wear, and I also wear my glasses. So whenever I go to the garden, yeah. you have no idea who I am because I have on what looks to be a cape, uh-huh. a green mohawk, and glasses. <laughs> and you know people are going to the game and they're all hyped about the game and stuff, and I'm just trying to stay low key because if they recognize me, I, I know it's, it's, it, it get, it get crazy and yeah. I can't, I understand what that is. Even as a W list celebrity, I get it. So you wear, so, so you wear that in airports, I guess is what you're saying. You wear the, yeah, you wear the mohawk. Um, I'm totally kidding. In <laughs> airports, I actually dress up in airports because I try to, you know, finagle my way into business class or something. Oh, how, how can, have you ever pulled that off? Oh, all the time. What? How do you do I'm six foot three. When I, I check oh, in, I always yeah. check in early and I go and I, 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 again, I always dress up unless, unless I, unless I know I have a good seat, I always dress up just in case, you know, I like, Hey, is there an exit row available? You know, I'm six, three. I just need some leg room. Yeah. And eight, eight times out of 10, I usually get it. Cause, cause of your, is it mostly cause of your, your leg, your, your height that you get? They're like, wait, we have an opening in, in business. Well, they, they just, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, okay. it's just, I, I try to be very respectful and, and understanding that it's always chaotic in their business. And, you know, I kindly go up and ask, you know, I'm, I'm heading out to work. I just, I need to make sure I have to stay on the flight, obviously, cause I'm working and I'm always working when I'm hopping on a plane and right. it's always, you know, a few day trip. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I just do it for the leg room. No, nothing else. <laughs> I don't care about the drinks, the I don't care about anything else except for being able to stretch my legs out because if I'm tight, you know, if I'm flying to the West Coast or something, I'm yeah. not walking when I get off the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a long relationship with Delta where before they did the dollars, like once mm-hmm. you get upgraded, like I became a silver and I was like, first class, this is amazing. Then I was getting upgraded so much as like a gold and then a platinum. I'm getting yeah. like like turn into like a snooty first class person. Like I don't want row one in first class because then I have to stow my bag. But now with dollar requirements, like I have enough rollover to be like a diamonds now, but I have to like yeah. spend like so many G's of money that it's, it's, it's so hor- horrific. Like I'm, I'm half a million miles in with Delta. I'm half a million over. So I'm trying to hit the million. So I don't have to worry about this stuff ever again. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's like my, my thing with Delta. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get to that point. I, I'm going to, I'm actually working. I've got a, I just finished up a video, uh, and, and a voiceover demo. I'm going to start shopping that around nationwide so I can, uh, cool. you know, maybe, I, maybe I could be your host and I'll bring you on. <laughs> you should <laughs> definitely. Um, also I just, I had this idea, like you could say at the airline desk, like, come on, I'm, I'm former NBA player, Baron Davis. Do you ever get oh that? Oh my God. 
Dude, so I <laughs> I ran track in college, 2004, Albion College, Britons, go Brits. Yeah. Uh, we won our conference championship. So whenever I announce that anything that's not cheerleading, I wear my ring. Yeah. And uh, everyone thinks it's a Super Bowl ring or a <laughs> national championship ring. And I'm like, sometimes I play it up because there's an A on my ring. Right. And uh, like, oh, did you play for Alabama? Like, yeah. Yeah. Roll time. <laughs> yeah. Roll time. Let me just oh, hold on. Nick's calling. Got to get this. Yeah. It's so funny. But yeah, some sometimes I'll play into it. Other times I just laugh because I'm like, yeah, I was a cheerleader. That's, cool. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, folks, we're going to continue my interview with Chuck Lott, which is going to turn from interview to Royal Rumble preview, match by match breakdown. Um, but first, this is where I talk to you guys about what makes this podcast live. What gives it its air? It is patreon.com slash funnyevan. If you go to patreon.com, that's a website that allows creators like me to be uh, sponsored on a recurring basis, supported, helped, assisted, um, just by throwing a little bit my way every month. For as little as $1 a month, you can help keep socially awkward, awkward and alive. Um, I also have set up reward tiers for you guys. So say you want to kick like $3 a month to Socially Awkward. Fine. You're part of my awkward army. I dig it. $5. I will give you an Evan Wexel cell phone wallet. Throw it on the back of your smartphone. Leave the wallet alone. Just put an ID and a credit card in there and you're good to go. Also, there are tiers set up to be producer for the show. Creator. Well, not a creator. I'm the creator. But also uh, a guest on the show, a consultation from me, even title sponsorship rewards here. Right now, I'm just randomly messaging people on the Trump administration to see if they want to come on my podcast or support. Haven't heard anything yet, but, but we'll keep it going. We'll see. Um, but patreon.com slash funny Evan is basically the sole way uh, I am able to afford the time to do this podcast. And the more uh, support I get, the more time I can afford. And then I can just make this my thing. Or maybe down the road, I travel the world hunting Facebook friend after Facebook friend because I have about 4,500 people to get to. Even though some have declined, I could always ask them again if it's 4,000 episodes later. But enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's get back to my Royal Rumble breakdown preview extravaganza with Chuck Lott. Okay, let's switch over to Royal Rumble. We got the yeah, Royal man. Rumble on Sunday. I'm so excited. They have a sneaky amount of matches on. but There are. There's a... Um, I guess it, the pre-show starts at five, but yes, I guess the event's pre-show. really going to be like seven to eleven. So technically, yeah. they've got three pre-show matches, five main matches, um, and then I'll, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little. I just we're going to go and become a wrestling podcast temporarily for a second. All right. For, cool. First up, we got in the pre-show we got <clears throat> Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. What oh, do you man. think about that? <sighs> For the sake of Sasha and and how hot she is with the fan base, right? She has to win the match. Now, whether she does clean or not, that's in question. But you know, it's going to be tough for them to to put together a program where Nia still looks strong because there's no female that can touch her, right? And um, you know, so for them to keep this feud going, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think it's going to be close to what happened with. Uh, 
Nia and Bailey in NXT when she put her in the sleeper. And, yeah. you know, she, she, you know, I think that's how they're going to end this match because th- there's no way to really end this and make Nia look strong still. Unless it's like a schmoz, like disqualification interference, but it could be. I, well, the other thing is, um, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but I think that Nia will win and I think Bailey's going to win. And I think they're going to try to redo that match later on down the line. Interesting. My my thing with Sasha, I don't know if she really does have a hurt knee or if this is all part of it, but uh, I just feel like she's born to be a heel, and it's just it's just rough that we have to keep yeah. cheering for her because it's so yeah. much more fun to cheer against her. <clears throat> and that's but, that's that you know she's got that um she's got that Stone Cold CM Punk thing going you know she yeah. she was that bad guy that everybody fell in love with and she was just. I mean, she was that damn good. And, uh, you know, that that's where we are right now. So, I mean, I think I think Sasha's versatile enough. She'll be able to switch those gears pretty soon. Um, yeah. And that'll be fun to watch. That'll be fun to watch to see that flip. Yeah, they'll have to flip that when uh, when it's her and Bailey. Like, oh, yeah. that's the ultimate, Absolutely. like, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn kind of moment right there. So <laughs> so is your is your pick going to be Sasha for this? My pick, I'm, I'm going to go with the boss. I okay. got to go with I'll boss. go with Nia for that one. Um, next on the pre-show, they're putting the tag titles on the pre-show. <sighs> Cesaro Sheamus versus Gallows and Anderson. I think it's time for the Bullet Club to step up to the plate. Yes. Yeah, man. Exactly. Too sweet, baby. <laughs> I, think, I think we have to keep like hoping that maybe down the road Cesaro does get the big title. Because oh uh, it's frustrating. Yes. Oh my! I, I can't even. That's that we can do a whole cast on that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think it's time for the Bullet Club to, to to step up. And also, the Raw Tag Division is in limbo right now. You've got you've yeah. got the New Day coming off this ridiculous run. Yep. And now they're feuding with Titus O'Neil. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I, I know I know we're getting ready for the Royal Rumble, and I know. <laughs> You know that they're they're getting ready to do Kofi's tenth crazy handstand or monkey flip or whatever he's going to do to stay stay in the rumble. But um, they if they're going to be a tag team, they have to be in the title picture. Yeah, they they have to be. So you know, I think uh, the the club will go back on top, and uh, New Day will step back in. That'd be good. Uh, I guess I want to go with the club. Also, I think it's yeah. time to. I think. Seamus is in this weird tweener place where we like calling him looking stupid. And now he's like with Cesaro. Right. (laughs) And then like Enzo and Cass, I mean, they're in the rumble, but you know, they're, it's a weird, like you can't follow the tag division on raw right now because they're all doing very obscure things. Very, very. Yeah. And now the last match of the pre-show is a SmackDown match. We got Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, Naomi versus Alexa Bliss, Natalia, and Mickey James. Uh, First off, I would like to say welcome back, Mickey. I love you. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's so so good for you to be back. Did Um, you see her fight Asuka? I did. Nice. I did. Nice. Yeah. NXT is is the superior brand. Oh, yeah. I hope hope that doesn't knock me out of the running to to get a job with WWE. (laughs) Hey, they're all under the same umbrella. And and I asked a side question then. Did you watch the UK tournament at all? I did not. I didn't get a chance to watch that. Okay. That's a good thing to check out. I mean, it's on the network, thankfully, so I'll be able to catch up. Yeah. I've never known any of those guys really except like Danny Burch just because he had some NXT matches. But it's just good to see the crowd and – 
Michael Cole likable, you know, and Nigel's really good. Um, yeah, yeah. So we got these six ladies, and even though it's like it's not necessarily like the storylines aren't throwaway six woman tag. Like there are issues yeah. throughout this match. You have Natalia and Nikki are feuding. You've got Becky feuding with Alexa, and then Naomi had something on SmackDown that involved her with everything. Yeah. Um, I got to go with the champ and her crew, man. Yeah. You know, Alexa is. She's on fire. She's awesome. And she's a former cheerleader, by the way. Um, You know, but Mickey being back, Natalia has always been um, the most respected diva for me uh, because she came in at a tough time. She came in after Trish and Lita. Yep. And before the four horsewomen of NXT. Right. So she was the only woman that could actually wrestle a match. And we didn't have that at the time. So she was useless for a while. Yeah. And uh, so now, I mean, she really is Granny Natty, but still, she's still the best in the ring, man. No, she's the best technical one that's there. And uh, but Mickey can still go. And I feel like Naomi, they got to give Naomi a little more. I think it's cool that she can dance and rave and all that. But I think she's like very, (laughs) very athletic. And she, I feel, you know, it it hurts because she would have had, I think she would have had the title that one year she, um, she broke her orbital bone, orbital bone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, she would have had the title that year. Uh, she was on fire at that point. And that, you know, that injury was just really bad timing for her. And she was out so long that everybody else came in. And now, now it's going to be tough to give her that belt, but I think they can, I, I think they can give her the nod for a little bit on SmackDown. Yeah, I think maybe the guy that was writing for NXT went to SmackDown and maybe that's why it's a better show creatively. Oh my God. Or I feel like just there's so many veterans on that show and they know, like, you know, you've got Miz, Orton, and Cena, and Ziggler. They've been around at least like a decade. They know what they're doing. Yeah. We're like, you know, they're still trying to get in their own and raw, but- Okay, I'm going to go with the Alexa crew. I'm going to go with yep. them. I think maybe Mickey will do something devilish. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but now we're on the main show. And the All main right. show uh, consists Cutie of Pyro. Rich Swan and the king of the cruiserweights, Neville. Neville is winning the cruiserweight belt. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Oh, man. Neville is the man. He is. I love watching Neville in the ring. If he wasn't yeah. so small, he would be on top of the main roster. Yeah. And there's nothing he can do about that. Vince won't ever give him that nod, especially now that he's in the cruiserweight division. But right. that man is good. He, he is the cruiserweight champion. It's period. just it's just so funny because like you you're like man I guess Neville can't talk or anything when he was a face <laughs> like he just they they're just gonna make him be a flipper guy, um, but yeah. then when he comes back and it was almost like the same thing with AJ Styles like I never heard AJ Styles promos from TNA or whatever but he didn't no? really talk much I never I didn't know much of his old stuff I mean yeah. he didn't talk much when he got to WWE and then when once he turned I mean he's he's cutting oh, great ones and that's what Neville's AJ is AJ is a very fun heel he's a yeah. very fun. Heel. He is, and um and Neville just is like straight like arrow right through you. He's like doesn't yep. like, try to be cute about it. He's just like I'm pissed and you guys forgot <laughs> about me and I'm gonna. Is it gonna be? Is it too soon for Neville to just plow right to the top of the division, or do you think Rich Swan can handle this? I think I think he can handle having a good match with Neville and and Neville going over. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think it's too soon. I really okay. don't because, um, you know, Neville probably should have, he should have been in the Cruiserweight tournament, I think. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he wasn't, I wouldn't even consider it a knock. I think it was an awesome way to let the tournament happen, to get yeah. the Cruiserweight division off the ground. And then out of nowhere, Neville comes in and is like, no, this is mine. So, you know, I think, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it worked out great for him for not being yeah. used. It, like it totally Absolutely. paid off. Oh my God. Absolutely. And, on, and on the UK tournament, actually before between the semifinals and the finals, they had Neville do a match with, uh, Bobby ends, I think, or Tommy ends, who's like someone mm. named Alistair Black at NXT. So yep, it was yep, a big yeah. treat to the UK fans. Um, yep. Okay, so you're going to go Neville. I'll, I'll say Neville. I think this would be fun. But now we've got <laughs> Miss, Miss Pay-Per-View, Charlotte Flair, defending her women's championship against Bailey. This is a tough one, man, because, um, you know, I didn't think they would do this match so early. I thought they were going to try to do something at Mania, yeah. which leads me to believe now that they're going to go for a four uh, four horsewomen match at Mania. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they, there's no reason why they should not do it. It's interpromotional WrestleMania. You know, we we relive that fatal four way in NXT. Oh yeah, on the on the Grand Estate, on the Granddaddy of Mall. Oh my God, that that match has six stars written all over it. it's crazy i i think um, the current dirt sheet is saying it is going to be four-way but it wouldn't be becky it would be naya hell no i'm sorry <laughs> hey, no no yeah but we go we, we're gonna stop pushing Dwayne's cousins just because they're <laughs> cousins <laughs> it does not need to be naya she cannot handle that match she cannot yeah um so anyways we'll get away from her um because they're doing the match so early i think bailey's gonna win Really? Okay. I do. I, I do. I, I feel like Miss Pay Per View will not disappoint. I feel like she she is the greatest female wrestler that they've ever had already. I, I agree. I agree. Already. I, I do. But I I think Bailey's going to win this match. Now, you know, she's going to go down at the next one. Okay. But I think she'll win Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah. Because I think after this, there's going to be Elimination Chamber for SmackDown and maybe it's Fast Lane for Raw. And then yeah. they go to Mania. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll go. Okay. So go Bailey. I go Flair. Nice. We're divided on everything. Um, now, an interesting match is Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns with a, with no with uh, Chris Jericho in a shark tank. Yeah. Well, shark cage, <clears throat> not a shark tank. That'd be a lot of water. <laughs> so. Kevin Owens is the best thing going right now. Yeah. He he has been for a while. However, because Dwayne's cousin is in the match, mm -hmm. and because they pulled the U.S. title off of him a few weeks ago, yes. I think that opened up the door for him to get the belt back because they won't do dual champions again. Um, I'm, I'm going with Owens, but I okay. believe that Reigns is going to win because – they finagled him back into the title picture, and yeah, it would be a complete waste of all of our time if he didn't win on Sunday. Man, I know. I feel like you know you want Owens to win, but you feel like Roman uh, could do it. I just feel like if Owens had, like, you don't. If Owens and Jericho are going to come to blows at Mania, I feel like the Universal Championship adds more to it. 
and uh, yeah. the U.S. title adds negative to it. So, <laughs> uh, and I will just have to say that if you did watch Raw on Monday when when Chris Jericho was hanging from the rising shark cage, my my kid finally popped for something on Monday Night Raw. He's like, "Oh my gosh, Monday Night!" And I do have a funny Bailey story. Going back to the Bailey match when we went down yeah. to a house show for NXT like two years ago, when it was like Bailey and Finn Balor were still working those events. We were tweeting with Bailey about that we were going to be in the front row, and she would come out and like give the headband to to him to Beckett. Yeah, and he but when she got to him, Beckett was like, "No," <laughs> and then so I had to get, and everyone laughed. But I'm like, "Oh," and she gave it to someone else. So I just I apologized to her after the show. But that oh, was my really? fun interaction with with that. I feel like that's the only time she's ever been turned down in an event. Probably. Yeah, so <laughs> she'll never forget it though. She'll good distinction. Yeah, we'll remember it. Um, <laughs> okay, so now we got Owens, Jer- Owens, Jericho, Reigns. Now this is a big one. This could take it again. John Cena, AJ Styles. Oh man, the champ that runs the camp versus hustled loyalty, respect. Well, let me just go ahead and say that uh, AJ Styles has had the best year in professional wrestling ever. Yes. Um, th- you know, I I will never forget. I, I I scared my son when AJ Styles music hit at Royal Rumble last year <laughs> because I got so excited and I jumped up and oh my god, my son! That was the <laughs> first time I scared my son. Um, but you know. I I I think I think AJ's gonna beat up John Cena because, <laughs> because there's no reason for him to win right now. It, it would it's entertaining. Hey man, that's great. You know we we see a little bit of heel flair out of you, and you know you coming back with the Super Cena. You know, that's awesome. You just finished up something else to film, and you came back. There's no reason for him to win right now. None. Yeah. So I, I'm going with AJ Styles on this one. You know, there are a lot of a lot of speculations as to what could happen with the title if Cena wins going into Mania. But right. I, I think I think uh, I think we see the phenomenal one pulling out of this. It's tough. I mean, it's cool that AJ has the title, not like the universal title, because like right. he could say yes. in, the, in the interviews like, no, man, I it went one someday down the road. They're going to get rid of that universal title. And like I held the real belt. Yes, so he that, is in the lineage. He is in the lineage. I do like that they made they pointed out him being like pushed to the back of the Royal Rumble poster. Like yeah. there's a like the Royal Rumble it's like one third the Undertaker. Like how much <laughs> how much are you going to keep relying on that? And that's why I feel like Vince is just gonna go back to Cena's my guy, Reigns is gonna be my guy, they may go <sighs> or do we save that for Mania? Either way, I think Cena's going to be tying Ric Flair by WrestleMania, if not. Oh, he will. On Sunday. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen on Sunday, but it's going to happen in 2017. And he'll, and he'll bring that belt to when he hosts the Kid Choice Awards oh. in February. Hey, you got to get credit. Anyone approaching 40 and can still host the Kid Choice Awards. <laughs> Mad respect. <laughs> That's good. That's what I need to. I, I I'm going to colleges. I'm almost twice their ages. But you know what? Make it work. Keep wearing that baseball hat. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So you're gonna go. You're thinking Styles or Cena? Styles. Okay. Styles. I want to. I'll go Styles, even though my brain says Cena. Um, and now 
the Royal Rumble match. Oh my gosh. We'll do this in a couple of parts. We'll say two names. First, who do you want to win? Who do you think will win? Let's break it up this way. Ooh. So, you know, I want, um, I want the Miz to win. Nice. I I do. I I think (laughs) he, I just, I have so much respect for the Miz. He is, he's the man. Um, and I think it'll be fun for him to be back into the world title picture, uh, winning the Royal Rumble, you know, but. But he could, he could rematch with John Cena at WrestleMania. He could. He could. <laughs> and, and that video promo he had for, I think it was WrestleMania 27, was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Um, but I, I think that we're going to have a good guy win the Rumble so everybody can go home happy. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see a heel winning uh, the Royal Rumble. So with that, whew, it's not going to be Taker, Goldberg, or or, or Lesnar. Okay. That's for sure. Yeah. It's I it I know I just said it a good guy, but it could be Braun Strowman. I think I think that's where they want to go. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, okay. I think that's where they want to go. Um. So I I got the Miz that I want, and then I got Strowman that I, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Even even though I did say that I you know a face is gonna go home. Yep. Um, you know, that, that's, that's, I mean, you got Sami Zayn, that's potential, but yeah. Sami Zayn's only going to win if Kevin Owen wins at, uh, at, wins the Rumble as well. That would be great to have that at Mania. Um, yeah. let's see. I will say Mike, I have a connection to the Miz cause we're from the same fraternity. So okay. when he, uh, he's saying like he did the first pitch at the Dodger game, I got to do like a photo with him and he did the, the handshake to me and stuff and. Nice, Whenever nice. at events, I always try to like hold up my my Theta Kai shirt, and he'll always like ignore it because it's not part of his character. But my goal, <laughs> if Beckett can return to greatness, or I can, is to you know get that photo op with us and the fraternity because he's on like I've been to the fraternity headquarters. He's like on the wall in the headquarters, like in the entertainment section with nice. Steven Spielberg and you know yeah, and other people. Be. Um, and Raven, I think, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, um, oh yeah, uh, man, I guess I, maybe I'd want Ziggler to win just to see, to validate the new attitude. I can do that maybe as a throwaway. Um, That'd be fun. I don't have the poster in front of me on who's on it. Um, I feel like this isn't who I think will win, but I feel like Seth Rollins is going to find his way back into the match somehow. He has to because they didn't set up anything for yeah, him on Monday. Yeah. So, and that'll get to like the next section we'll talk about. Um, who do I think will win? I mean, I, yeah, I could see Taker winning when I guess I'd be kind of, or, uh, yeah, I don't really know who the heck's going to win. That's the great thing about it. I have no, oh, I'm going to throw a curveball at you because, uh, okay. I've been thinking about this. Um, a returning Finn Balor might win and go after his title. That would be great. I hope that yeah. happens. I hope like, you know, we buy into that because that would be awesome. Whether yeah. it's against Owens or yeah. That would be cool. Now that would throw off the Jericho Owens collision, but it would, but I think we're okay with that. Yeah. I, I think we're having a lot more fun with them together. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess then 
man, I guess I'll I'll say fine. I'll just throw out Taker just because. Um, but last thing is what surprise entrance? Any surprises you're predicting? I because it's already pretty stacked. Like I feel like we're not like gonna I have know. like throwaways because you got two brands we're trying to cram in there. The poster has That's... about maybe like twenty twenty one people on there already. Yeah. No, okay. I I have no. I mean, you know, Kenny Omega. That you know, that's been yeah, that's been fire around the industry right now. Right. So, you know, you we could we could definitely um, chalk that up to a surprise entrance. That's not a surprise. Um, but that you know what, man, that's it. I because you know everybody's speculating about Angle. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and then as far you know, what um, what old school wrestlers might come back we don't know because like you said the the, the poster is already stacked yeah we don't have a 40-man rumble this year so yeah they really didn't leave that much room for surprises they could bring del rio back again for the sake of page <laughs> that's like or I, Rob I would Van be Dan. excited for that but yeah. that, I, yeah. I wish i think my surprise is going to be triple h because i think that's how rollins gets his way back into the match and then once he's happy he's in the match, Triple H is going to show up and then throw him out. And that'll be a nice, you wanted but me, I'll... you got me. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't know how he's going to get in the match, though. Like, right. the day of the Rumble, how is Seth Rollins going to get back in the match? They'll probably throw out, because I feel like there's only five matches on the main card. and They, they want to fill four hours with five matches. Fine, the Royal Rumble's one hour. Then you've got four matches for three hours, and I just feel like there's still yeah, some there, time there. There's got to be some way to get – or Rollins is going to, like, raise hell, and then maybe they'll give him, like, a match to qualify. Yeah. Maybe he'll have to, like, beat Rusev or something. I don't know. They'll throw Rusev <laughs> to the Wolves again. I just feel like somehow that, that could be in store. Uh, I could see Angle, actually, in the Rumble. I do think there's a better chance than – because I feel like if he's he's fit enough, like it's just an appearance in the Rumble. He, he yes, but he his body he would never pass a physical. Yeah. For for WWE. Yeah. You know, and I I everybody wants to see it. I mean, everybody wants to see. Sh- oh, Shelton Benjamin actually. Oh that yeah, might be, is he healthy? That again? might be the curveball because he already signed. He's official. They wanted him. But, yeah. But he's hurt. No, he's in. He just he got right. hurt right before right. his debut. So, you know, I don't remember how long ago it's been, but this could be him coming back. And then so you you figure you got you got Sheldon Benjamin, you got Kurt Angle and you got American Alpha and you 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 have a hell of a singlet wearing stable right there <laughs> um, that can put on a hell of a show in the ring. Yeah. You know, that that would be something fun to see. Man, so I mean, yeah, that would work. And we don't have any like surprises though. I mean, yeah, we'll just see. We'll see what they give us. They'll yeah, give us something. Yes. Right. If they right. gave us Kevin Nash one year as Diesel, <laughs> they'll give us not Shawn Michaels. We know that. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, that, yeah, that's the, that's the tough maybe, part. Maybe the Rock will. Maybe the Rock will do Vince a favor. The, but where? Where are we though? No, we're in San. No, no, no. We're in no. San Antonio. That's not happening. Rock's not going there. Rock can fly nah, anywhere. He'll private jet it anywhere. He's, he's not going. He's, to San he's filming ballers right now, so we'll see. <laughs> Maybe he's not filming yeah. ballers that day. Yeah. Okay, so that is our rumble. 
or Samoa Joe would be a good surprise. Oh, I forgot about oh, Joe. Yeah. They, I, they have been talking about that. That'd be oh, awesome. and Ty, Ty Dillinger. Yes, number 10. Perfect 10. I always tweet to him <laughs> all the time just because – and he, like, retweets stuff because I always – like, my wife and I, for our 10th anniversary, we got the 10 shirts and everything. And he, he <laughs> I saw it. that. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And my son, it was funny. I uh, I recorded a video a few months back, and my son he loves it. It's like, and he's the perfect ten. <laughs> loves it. It's hilarious. So, Ty Dillon, he has to be the tenth entrant. He, he has, has to. to be, if or else the world is not right. I mean, and you and you know everybody's gonna count down ten, 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 ten <laughs> all night long. So if they don't do it, we're gonna be annoyed because they're gonna count down ten, 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 ten all night long. I'm curious also how the arena is going to look because I'm assuming they're going to close the upper bowl of the Alamo Dome. And I guess the lower bowl, maybe they'll be like, if they can get like 40,000 in, that'll be good for the Rumble. They might not close it. Okay. Hey, we'll we'll see. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Well, I remember when they used to play like the Spurs games in the Alamo Dome and it was so weird. They like closed it off with like a big black curtain or something. It was very bizarre. (laughs) Okay, Chuck Lott, that was our Royal Rumble preview predictions, right. our truthisms. Um, yeah, and it, it definitely I want people to check out chucklott.com because you are everywhere. If you're in New York, go see a St. John's game. Tell them, tell them I sent you. Tell them you're here to, you're here to see Chuck Lott first. Flag down the guy in the red blazer. The red blazer. <laughs> the blazer first, the team second. Always remember that. <laughs> Chuck, I always like to do this since it's a Facebook friend uh, podcast. I always like because sometimes the conversations are very random. First conversations ever a lot of these episodes. So I always want to ask you before we end off um, any question you have for me as as a host yourself. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's funny being on the other side of the coin. So, uh, you know, Evan, I mean, I know everybody out there knows, but go ahead and give us a, a recap of how you got started. I mean, you're you know you're a funny guy. You know you 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 got your hands in a little bit of everything. And I, um, I mean, where did this start? Where, when did you figure out that you were actually funny? Well, what was it? I was never funny. No, when did you? Um, when did you? Because you had the story about like you did something really good, and then like you were told to like do it again. Was it oh announcing like making the announcements in middle school? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with me, it was kind of like that where I did stand up once in high school, didn't do anything with it in college. I mean, I learned guitar a little in college, but I, after my internship at the National Hockey League after college, I was looking at like maybe stand up classes. I don't know, but I did a, an inter, a, a continued education sports marketing course at NYU and our final presentation involved, you know, with me, it was like I had to do something about the WNBA. My group was doing the WNBA. And with my for my part in it, I just used hand puppets and was silly. And so the <laughs> professor was like, great job and all, but get on stage. So <laughs> that's when I took a class at Comic Strip and in Upper East Side. And I guess my grad school was going to the open mics in Long yeah. Island and the city and just taking my bumps and uh, just getting comfortable. So that's kind of like what I did. I just worked during the day and then 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. whenever I could yeah. would be my ass. So, you know, on the journey, I mean, um, you know, when when did it switch? You know, when, when did when did you hop into the actual lane of where you are right now? So you you had the 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 wherewithal to leave 
the day work and just pursue this? Um, I still kind of keep my, my hand in everything. The thing is, especially like with college life, college gigs, um, they'll forget about you after yeah. like, if I don't contact anyone, they're going to forget about me. And there's mm-hmm. always change. The comedy chairs are always changing and the, Greek life boards were always changing. So I'm always introducing myself to them year after year after year. Um, I'm sure there's some places where they want to bring me back and that's cool. But I mean, I'll do other like hustle work during the day if I need to, but I know like what makes it happen a lot is, uh, is just me making sure I do some shows and, uh, I don't know. It was a decision. I mean, I moved to LA to follow my wife out here. So Mm. You know, once I was out here, like I left a day job, a good, a fun day job behind, an ideal day job behind. But, yeah. uh, you know, I just had to like, I got here to LA and I was just a temp and that was horrible. So I was like, <laughs> let me try to do something else. And, yeah. uh, yeah. I just started, started pimping to, yeah, uh, to everywhere I could and I still do. And I, you know, it's yeah. good. And when people always tell me, stop contacting me, that's when I know I'm pimp. <laughs> that's when I know I'm pimping enough. <laughs> when they say don't contact yeah. me again like that's fine there's 95 other people that will let me contact them so yeah <laughs> so that's my thing yeah that's that's what it is okay um okay. so well is is beckett following in the in your footsteps or is he gonna follow is he is he gonna try to hop into one of michael cole's classes and be a, <laughs> be uh, a wwe announcer he does great youtube video commentary to himself yeah. like about whatever like he'll always respond and be yeah. like oh look at that it wouldn't necessarily be to wrestling but right. you know maybe i'd like him to do something with a microphone but yeah <laughs> right now he's just being a pain in the ass so that's okay <laughs> won't go to sleep won't eat anything healthy but you know well it, it, it's coming around he's he's still a good kid at heart so we'll see where he goes i try to take him to to head to wwe every year near the yeah. anniversary of when he broke the game and uh became a name so uh you know i'll we'll see he he'll remember a little more each year so i don't know right but um but yeah that was good um yeah so okay chucklot.com <clears throat> chucklot.com we're gonna check him out he is the voice of new york city he is the one that will guide us through uh 2017 and beyond uh yes Follow the voice. Now send me Lavos. Is that it? Lavos. Lavos. So yeah, send me if you got a shot or I'll find one with you doing the people's eyebrow. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Because I usually, I create like a little montage. uh, And I promote like, check out this episode. Because I'll get this up here obviously before the rumble. Uh, Yeah. Chucklot.com. <laughs> All right, man, stay on the line. But uh, thanks for coming on Socially Awkward. Thanks for yeah, making man. Awkward cool. That's what I'll say. I like being awkward. It's it's cool. It is cool. It is. All right, guys. That was my talk with announcer extraordinaire, Lavos, Chuck Lott. We broke it down. We had a double episode. I learned about him. We, and you guys learned about the Royal Rumble this Sunday on the WWE network. So I want to thank you guys for checking out the podcast today. Please rate, subscribe and review the podcast on iTunes. Go to it on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, awkwardwithevan.com, Facebook and Twitter, at awkwardwithevan. And hey, if you even want your own podcast and you're like, where do I host my podcast? Check out blueberry.com, enter the promo code Evan, 
you will get a free month of podcast hosting and statistics. So definitely check that out. Um, again, want to thank Chuck Lott, chucklott.com. The man has a mean people's eyebrow. Be on the lookout for him. Have an ear out for him if you're in New York City and you're going to a sporting event. For now, thank you guys for being socially awkward. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.